Hello, I'm Linda and I'm here with my friend Paul as we do this week's episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Changing up the intro again, you and threw it just me. Completely <laughs> threw you, didn't it? It threw you as well. Well, it did actually. You didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> because you forgot that you had to do the, an intro and then you did the intro. It's one of those days. I yeah. know, I came in at the end, but that's that's the way today is really. Mm. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very good. Mm. Very good. So usually, just so everyone knows, we sort of sit and have a very brief, have you got a topic, have you got a topic sort of situation. And, and we takes, don't actually discuss it until we no. actually turn everything on. I think we've discussed the fact that that's pretty obvious to most people. Well, just in case it's not. So a lot of this isn't pre-planned. <laughs> and it um, takes as long as it takes to plug in the microphone and find GarageBand. Yeah, That's correct. how long we talk about it. Yeah. So that being said... Um, I did sort of inform you that I had a, I know. a topic today. It's probably a little bit skew if to mm-hmm. the things that we might usually talk about, um, but it's certainly something that I have passion for, number one. Number two, something that I find incredibly insulting and annoying um, for people that are within my previous industry. Uh, and someone that is doing something about it and calling people out. <gasps> Oh, so Sounds cards on the ta- cards on the table. First up yeah. is that we have no contact or from the person that I'm going to talk about today. Um, while I think they're doing God's work, that's that's wow. one thing. Okay. I haven't I'm actually intrigued. I haven't actually spoken to them about it, and I haven't mentioned that we're going to do a podcast or anything about it. So, um, if there's any disgruntled listeners out there, send your hatred towards us, not. The person that uh, I'm going and when to he discuss. Says us, when he says us, he means Paul. <laughs> so just so we're clear, okay, okay. This is a, I haven't discussed this with anyone. No, including me. Okay, so I have a long, sordid history within hospitality up until probably five years ago. And to a degree, I still work within the hospitality industry. I worked at restaurants, pubs, bars, done all sorts of different sort of events, private chef, all within what I would say is the hospitality sphere. Um, and within the hospitality sphere in Australia, there are some very influential people that are writers, um, food reviewers. They write about the hospitality as a whole scene, especially in Melbourne and Sydney. Um, you know, we, we do our version of sort of the Michelin Guide, which is the good food guide, and there are different contributors to that. And there's quite a few journalists that have been around doing this for a long time. And one in particular that particularly the the people from Melbourne that may well be listening to this is a guy called John Lethlane. And John Lethlane was for a long time a food writer and still is to this day a food writer. And he now posts quite regularly on Instagram. And he has a section of his Instagram account, which is called Couscous for Comment. And what it is, is he is getting restaurants and wine producers and general hospitality people to forward onto him or they've sort of cottoned onto this movement to forward onto him where these restaurants are getting emails and requests from so-called influencers that are saying, hey, we came to your restaurant or we really like the look of your restaurant. We're going to post on social media. Is there any chance we could get a free feed or a dozen bottles of wine or something like that? And John has, what I think, done his best to highlight this scenario that is 
ongoing um, and call these people out. And I fully 100% applaud him for doing so. Now, there's a little bit of anger in some of the communications between a few people, um, especially once these people are called out. Uh, A lot of these TikTok, Instagram and the like accounts seem to disappear very quickly. And the commentary that he gets back from his audience on Instagram, which is generally supportive of what he's doing, is quite extraordinary. Now, the reason that I bring this up is particularly in the last 48 hours, there was some um, posts put up that he put up uh, highlighting this exact problem. And it was someone that had commented that they went out to a restaurant and had a bottle of wine. That, that person then got in touch with the wine producer and basically had said, look, I had your bottle of wine at this restaurant. I put out a promotion to my social media. Um, basically, because I did that, you should give me 12 bottles of wine. Oh, hello. Yeah. And this is an ongoing thing. And I, as I say, up front and quite honestly, I'm in full support of calling these people out, especially given the last two years that the hospitality sector in particular has had to face through the global pandemic. Now, while I know a lot of different industries have faced massive problems, um, hospitality is just another one of them, but it's also because I kind of look at it as my industry that I'm passionate about it. Um, And I think given what restaurants have had to do, restaurants, cafes, bars, pubs, whatever you want to call them, what they've had to do, how they're just now still just surviving to open the doors and then to get these communications from random total strangers sort of not demanding, but pretty much demanding that they're given free food, free wine, free alcohol, a free night out because they get a mention on social media, to me is just disgraceful. And I think this is where social media as a whole can sometimes both show the worst and the best. Wow, there are so many things I want to say to that. Go. I'll be here, but I'm not sure I should say some of them on air. No, go. No, but uh, wow. The whole issue of influences. Yeah. This is something that you and I talk about within the cooking with steam. You know, people sometimes approach us and we're very cautious about who we align ourselves with and what we do. Well, well we don't really align ourselves and with anyone. And I actually know. I actually did think for a moment... In fact, sometimes I'm not even sure about <laughs> you and I. <laughs> I did think for a moment, I wonder, well, should I contact John Leflane and ask him to be a part of this conversation. But I thought, am I then doing exactly what everyone else is doing? But I'm not trying to get anything out of it for free. Do you know what I mean? So, I, but what I'm trying to say is I'm interested to know from, because we know that we have people listening in America, Czech Republic, like there's a lot of places where people, we're not huge as far as a podcast following, but we have a lot of people that from different parts of the globe that do listen to it. I wonder if this is, not just a Australia phenomenon, but yeah. if it's a global thing. And if it is, is there anyone doing anything about it or saying anything about it? Well, I wonder how... Do you, like, when I, do you find influences like that? Are they... Are we just too old to even be bothered to look at an influencer and think, oh, this person's recommending this type of product? Because that's not our thing no but younger people might i don't know who would actually look at an influencer to say hey i'm someone and
I do this and I'm telling you about restaurants because I don't look at anything to do with it from an influencer on that. I look at the restaurant, I look at the uh, reviews maybe, but I don't look at any of that. And I also know reviews. I have got clients who have had a couple of bad reviews put up about a restaurant and had that restaurant then have cancelled bookings and those restaurants are now gone because the... The effort it goes in to actually promoting a new restaurant. This is uh, one in particular was in Glen Waverley. It was a brand new restaurant by a well-known chef and had been around for a very long time. I know the one you're talking about. Yes, and um, and he put so much effort into this beautiful restaurant. He, you know, just and he got someone who was narky. They, you know, it just said about something else in their life. A, A bad review goes up. And bookings were cancelled the next day and for the week ahead. I, and he it just fell apart. He just I had exactly that experience myself, as you would Well, that's what remember. I remember. I know. I, like, do know I, I do remember that. I put cause... my heart and soul into a very small place to make it unique and different and whatever else and got a, I wouldn't say a scathing review, but not a great review. And then it turned out after finally getting in contact with the person that had written said review that they were pretty much having a pretty shit day and decided to take it out on you know yeah what they saw was was the experience and it was it was and she's still writing and she's still (laughs) podcasting don't you worry yeah i I know you've had her squarely in your sights for a long time it's time to move on no i'm waiting but you see here's the thing right so um i'm waiting for her to put her money where her mouth is but and put open up a restaurant but and then have someone give her a bad review and then see how long she can cope with it. Like but you seriously. see, like, so you could look at... So I'm angry about... Oh, I've got you, that angry too. Yeah, oh, but dear. you could look at journalism no, as do. a sort of influence, right? Yeah. In that scenario. That so to say yeah. we're too old to understand influences, that's not the point. The point that I'm trying to make is, is that what these people are doing is not sort of reading the room. Read the room. There's been two years where people haven't been able to earn money, haven't been yeah, able to exactly. perform their role that they're passionate about, that they love their yeah. job, look after their staff, their employees, keep them, you know, so you can go out and have a nice meal and have a nice experience. And you turn around almost immediately while the pandemic, yes, is still going on, but it's for us, to a degree, it's heading towards some form of normalcy. And it was funny, over a period of time, it, th- my understanding of it is this sort of communication from influencers trying to get free stuff stopped. But now it's sort of starting to get back to semi-normalcy. Wow. It seemed to have risen its ugly head again. And the point being is that just because businesses are open doesn't mean that they can afford it. As you well know, yeah. being the accountant genius that you are, you will have suffered two years worth of a whole heap of loss of income, loss of money, expenses, expenses paying. paying people, all of that oh, stuff. Just, yeah. And yet, because the doors are open, you think you have the well, you have the gumption to even bother asking. It, like I find it infuriating. Whether you're an influencer or not, I know for a fact that people that do um, food reviews and journalists and you know probably the more stand-up types of people that do get involved with food for or restaurants or reviewing from a professional standpoint they make it make a point of paying full price for everything that they choose there's no freebies there's no this there's no that yeah well there may well be other um 
not even incentives. There may, may well be other perks to the job where you, you know, you might get to know a chef and the next time you come in with your wife, you might have, you know, they might throw you a glass of wine, right? But that's knowing a restaurant owner. That's not a perk to getting a good review. So I, just, I think what I'm trying to say is, is influencer or not, it doesn't matter. Read the room and understand that hospitality, and I'm not saying other industries haven't suffered, but hospitality I know has suffered because I know people within the industry and have done, and I've spent 25 years in it myself, I know how tight it is. Even when you are running at full capacity, day to day, margins are minor in hospitality and making money is minor in hospitality. It's very hard to do consistently and make good money and all the rest of it. And to have people turn around and not understand that and not read the room and understand that people can't afford to give stuff away. And so that plate of food exactly. has to pay for a wage, it has to pay for the ingredients, it has to pay for the water, it has to pay for the electricity, the, rent. the dishwasher, the rent, the, like everything. Mm. That single plate of food or those bottles of wine that someone has given care to over the entire journey of the grapevine, where they've watered it, they've cared for the grapes, they've hand-picked them, they've crushed them, they've, it's gone through an entire process and you are totally, totally just dismissing that entire process and saying, no, because I am who I am and because I have X many followers, I should get it free. And it's disgraceful. How's this for a rant today? Oh, I know. And it is. it does pop up a few sort of past sort of angry moments. I, um, but with the influencers, do you think... I think if brands choose to use an influencer, that's well, one thing, right? Yeah. Like, and whether that's you pay different. attention to it or not, that's that's different, right? If if brands choose to get Kim Kardashian to wear their bloody jacket, who cares, right? And if they think that that works for their brand, then that's great. I, does it bother me? No, it doesn't bother me. They've made that choice. What these people are doing isn't that. Well, a lot of I, I do know from you know my circles, a lot of businesses. Are absolutely terrified of the silent sort of you know anti um, the negative social media rants that can come at them this probably often, could be put down as one of them and, <laughs> no but you know you can you can often find uh, the way social media can sometimes work against you in a business and then you're left trying to say well I'm I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Um, contact me to, you know, I wish you'd said something at the time or I, you know, you, you really do well, say you, a little bit. You mute. don't often read good reviews. Reviews aren't there for good. No, but some of them are vile and some of yeah. them are Yeah, really, but so, I mean, that can be you know, said for me. anything, right? You post yeah, a video but, but, on but YouTube. A lot of businesses yeah. are worried about that. So yeah. a lot of businesses would be unable to cope. If someone was an influencer and said, look, I've got you know, 40,000 people in your area and they all follow me. And if I don't get what I say, what what I want, you're going to get a negative review from me or no review. Yeah, well, so the problem isn't then with the fact that they're posting their review. That's not the issue. The issue is, is that quite often, and we can attest to this, quite often the owner of the property or whatever it might be, the restaurant, the, whatever you decide to review, it could be a lawnmower or a whippersnipper, right? Who cares? Depending on where that review is posted and how many people are potentially yeah. influenced by that review, that isn't the issue. The issue is the lack of ability for businesses to be able to respond. Yes. That is, that the, is where the issue is. You've just articulated it far better than I just could. Yeah. But you're right. Because is. unless you're able to respond, we've received... 
negative reviews about our book <laughs> on Amazon where people say it's a recipe book. Well, well there's nothing it's a recipe book. Like It's only got recipes in that's it. There's what no it, information there's about... There's no information about anything else. About steam and it doesn't and how actually, they work. No, it doesn't... It's a cookbook. It's a recipe book. Yeah. So we received a negative review mm. because we're selling something that actually says what it does, which is a recipe book, right? Yes. Now, that's fine. People are entitled to their opinion. I'm not dismissing that. But what I am saying is, is that we have no... You and me, as Cooking With Steam have no ability to respond to that. So anyone that comes along that listens to our podcast, sees the book, finds the book, whatever, wants to order the book, instantaneously sees that as one review. Now, people can either read the review or they can just read a star rating, which is a whole nother problem, right? Because you might not read the review and you only get an average as far as your star rating. So you might have five star five five star ratings, but if you have four two star ratings, your average drops down and you open the page to Amazon and see that the book's only got two and a half stars. The likelihood, you're not reading those reviews, the likelihood of you then ordering the book is less. So that person or those people are damaging the business because of sometimes invalid reasons to not like the product or whatever it might be. But the bigger problem is, is that because it's, not a instantaneously open up of all reviews. If you click on open reviews, it should open them all, number one. And number two, every business, rightly or wrongly, and how the business manages this is another issue, but every business should be able to respond on their own behalf. But we're getting away from but the sometimes original say, point. Thank you. When we're paying yeah, good reviews, exactly. to say thank you. I hope you enjoy Which it. Which is why we encourage people to contact us mm. directly, right? Yeah. So we're always sending... If you want to send us an email about this, info at Cooking With Steam, go ahead, post it online and I don't care. But the point being is that from a business perspective, we need to be able to have a response. But back to the original thing is when businesses are getting these messages and emails and you know Instagram messages from influencers, they have no forum. So this man... John Lethleen has decided to put this out in the open and people don't like it and it's ugly and it's messy and I applaud him for doing it because they should people shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yes, but across the internet people shouldn't be allowed to troll, people shouldn't be allowed yeah, to should, do a lot people of shouldn't things. People shouldn't be allowed to do a lot of things. And do you we're think talking people understand where John is coming from? Do you think he has I think he's protecting the industry as well? I don't know. I think he I think he is protecting an industry which he knows and loves and has been writing about for as long as I've been cooking. Well, he's very well respected. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think he's actually doing uh, a service to the industry to to call out these people. Because these people people that do this don't stop at just one. No. They copy and pasting that email to 500 restaurants and someone out there might go, oh yeah, okay, great, we need we, we need the exposure. Yeah. And then it, it, all it's doing is ended up costing them money. I think if you choose to take the path of, as a business, if you choose to take the path of engaging an influencer, that's one thing. But when you have influencers coming to you because they've, 
decided to go out and have dinner at your restaurant and then basically want it for free or won't come until they get it for free, that's, mm. it stinks. It's yeah. not right. So how does anyone looking to see where John Lethleen is? Is it on Instagram? Yeah, John Lethleen on Instagram and just look for Couscous for Comment and then you'll see there's rafts of them. Couscous for Comment spelled C-O-U-S. C-O-U-S, yeah, all one. Uh, I mean, that's his, that's the hashtag he uses. Okay. And there's a lot of people commenting, but... And John Lethleen's last name is spelled L-E-T-H-L-E-A-N. Yeah. But uh, we're, like we're not, no. we're not spokespeople for him no. or anything like that. No. And like I said at the start, we, we haven't spoken to him about it, haven't contacted him, anything like that. But I wanted to bring this up because it's my industry. And I, I, like, I put myself in the position of if I was a restaurant owner and got that, would I do the same thing? Absolutely, 100%. Would I be going to John Lethlin and saying, hey, here you go, here's some more content for you, for your couscous for comment. Let's call these people out because it's disgraceful behaviour. And I'm not, look, there's a lot of bad behaviour that goes on in the Preston car park, you know, <laughs> in the Preston market car park. There's yes, really Wednesdays and Saturdays. Hideous behaviour that crazy. goes on there. But I, I would look at this... Um, and I take, I think I take this personally and I like, be it right or wrong, um, you know, yep. I think it's, if it does happen to people, I'd be, especially people overseas, well, I'd be interested to know, and I'd be interested to know what's the really recourse, like, yes. I'd what does anyone hear, do about it? Yeah, exactly. I'd love to hear if it is the same around, yeah. around the eateries around the world yeah. and, and find out because it is a big problem here. Big problem. That's my rant for the day. Wow. I know we got off off topic a bit. You usually talk about cooking and things like that. I will say, we did get we did get <laughs> the photos from the Bugu Bugu. Yeah. Saying it yes, right. Well. So Linda did post me the photos from the Bugu via WhatsApp on the on the weekend. My, I won't, I won't my, share um, with you the my response emoji I got. response was like the green vomit guy, and, um, and I thought I was going to write back and say you should get that looked at. But I thought, no. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, we did. I did post the pictures on Instagram, so have a, it's also on our Facebook page, so you can have a look. Um, but I did, admittedly, I did use the hashtag cook what you love and if that's something that makes you happy then that's fine i also just did say that it's not one for me yes but that's fine but must it has to be said that you did some interesting side-by-side baking yes i made a double batch of anzacs i know we're still on the anzacs i, I don't know why we well, need to move on everyone just loves them yeah and so I just but a big without batch. a without a shadow of a doubt combi steam wins the day you Every day of the week, the you could see, and I have consumed almost what's left. You can taste the difference too. There is a there is a distinct difference in texture. I mean, the ingredients are the same, but there is a distinct it was textural the same batch, difference. Yeah, and they were all spread out at the same time and yeah. into the oven at the yeah. same time. Four trays, two yeah. ovens. But if you do like that but sort of chewy scented, and it's yeah. not just the center actually, but the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing gets that really nice chewiness about it. So, anyway. And they darkened up a lot, but anyway. I will so forgive you for the burgo because you produced well, some reasonably Dougie, good Anzacs. Um, well, Dougie had two bowls. It didn't oh. last that long. He had two bowls each night. He loves it. We did get some um, interesting feedback, too, from a few people on Instagram. We don't usually get that much uh, buy-in. Thank you, everybody, who commented and who well, supported. The, there wasn't many supporting well, no, comments. Well, they, they weren't... 
No, a couple no. of people said it's one of those ones where that you need a blindfold or you close your eyes before yeah. you eat it. No, I know. Uh, and another and a just say try a it. very well known chef in Australia or in Melbourne in particular did comment that his unfortunate go to meal was a Western's wagon wheel, which is like a, a cookie jam <laughs> a marshmallow very, biscuit type very thing. Very favourite biscuit type in thing. In between Two slices of crappy white bread with butter on it, which to me is just disgusting. Like I can imagine anything worse. But nonetheless, as I said, everyone has their each to their own. It's their and own. I am yep. yet to see your uh, easy child proof, child easy tiramisu. Tiramisu. No, we will do that. Yeah. I am yet to see it, so I'm holding. Yeah. I'm so far holding. Sorry, the winner. I've been a little bit busy. I've been holding what, the winner been... of the easy four ingredient. Dessert child, yeah, friendly dessert, yeah, award in the cooking with. Do you know what? Cabinet. I'll do the tiramisu tomorrow afternoon. I won't film it or anything. We might take some stills, okay. But I so won't. I won't make the savvy. No, I won't make the Saviati biscuits or anything like that. We'll just. I'll just make a tiramisu, and you can take it home and give it to Doug, and you can decide. Okay. Actually, well, let's let share. Doug decide. Oh. Bugu or tiramisu? Oh. Yeah, he's a coffee fiend. Yes. But anyway, I think that's all I've got for today. I've had I've used up all my words. Couscous for comment. Send your stuff through to him. It's interesting. And I'd love some feedback if anyone can be bothered on how often, how much attention do you pay to reviews? If you see a new restaurant, because yeah. I know there was another writer, another food journal wrote about another restaurant that I know or knew of and in in their review they use such big words I had to actually get the dictionary out four times because I thought what what is that word and it was so hard to read it was quite scathing of the restaurant even though the chef who owned it that night wasn't working in it yeah uh, the the team was and um and I thought gee that's not good either that you know so I, I don't really pay a lot of attention to those reports I I tend to follow the reviews. I personally follow the reviews that maybe posted about, hey, great food or maybe slow service or something like that, mm. just to sort of see what it's like when I go myself. Because if I want to go, I still go. Um, yeah, you see, funny thing is, is that while I was working within the industry, we lived, not lived and died by, you know, the entries into the Age Good Food Guide yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's important, right? It was important. And funnier, the longer I cooked towards the end of working in restaurants, um, the less attention I paid to them. I thought, as long as I'm working hard, I'm producing what the best that I can produce, and we have reasonably good service, the ambience is nice. I mean, a restaurant review is more than just the food, right? So I, I thought, as long as everyone is doing oh, their job, it's, yeah, it's then I think... Front of house, yeah, it's, wine, it, There's yeah, so many factors alcohol. that are involved. I, I kind of went... At, towards the end, and particularly now, I on purpose don't read restaurant reviews. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't know who does because there's no. I mean, you know, well, how many forums is that? There's there's a million forums yeah. online. I mean, don't tell me that. Like, someone says to you, "Hey, let's go to this restaurant." You Google it. Don't tell me you're not clicking on the reviews. I'll have a look. Yeah, but if I'm so, still, but I'm still going to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So this well, is the I, thing. Actually, I, I think don't do what, it all the time. What I'm, I think just go. Yeah, I just most of the time I just go. Yeah. Um, it it might be that I'm just looking for something else. Yeah. Looking around. See, because I can say to you, okay, really go to this restaurant down here. 
it's fantastic. And you might turn around and say, oh, I just went there. It was rubbish. Yeah, so that's it doesn't mean anything. Go yourself. Go yourself. Support your local restaurant. And sometimes it's okay to have a bad night. Absolutely. Things don't go to plan, but it's not the end of the world. We give places that we really like three goes. First time it's like, oh well, that's that's a shame. Second time, well, maybe there's a bit of a trend. Yeah. If it's still bad, third time we go, we're like, okay, maybe we need to find somewhere else. Yeah, we'll find somewhere else. Exactly. But we don't share that on social media because it could be it's just our personal opinion, and who gives really. Well, you see, then this is the thing. These influencers believe that their personal opinion counts. Yes, well, maybe the narcissistic sort of tendencies that they have at that time, but yes. Correct. Anyway. Oh, well, thank you for that. That's not what I thought we'd be talking about, and I was a bit worried. But anyway. You did have a worried look on your face, but. Well, you know, I just thought this could have What gone are you going to do? Delete it? No. <laughs> but uh, no, no, we're honest about what we post. I don't do any editing. Yeah. All the mistakes are in there, as we know. Yep. But, uh, well, thank you. And I will check out Couscous for comment. Do. And uh, John Methling. And uh, and good luck to him. Well done. And good luck to everyone. <laughs> and for those, happy happy cooking or happy yep. cooking and going out and trying something nearby and support uh, restaurants that are doing it a bit tough. Cafes, bars, pubs. Give them a go. That's Do it. the best that you can. That's it. Because everyone's doing it tough. Well, take care, everybody. Happy cooking, and until next time. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe, and for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com.